What? I can't believe it. A midday podcast? It's happening, people. Hey, guys, Dan Waltzman here. This is the Edgy Conversations podcast. Uh, of course, I'm Dan Waltzman, as I said uh, exactly uh, half a second ago. Radical help for people who want it. Interesting thing. I, this comes up every day now that the new brand is launched and I'm having conversations using this phrase. I realize how much of what I've worked on over the last few years is directed at people who don't want it. Isn't that seem silly or stupid or crazy, right? Here I am trying to convince people who don't want to change that they should change. There's nothing more depressing than trying to convince a friend who doesn't want to change that they need to clean up their act, right? You've got a friend in your life, something like that. But I don't even know. I was planning to talk to you about something else, and somehow I've taken a slight pivot here. I guess it's because this is a midday podcast. I always come to you at night, 9 or 10 o'clock at night. I'm yawning. I'm drinking my water. I've done running. But I've got some things i got to do tonight. Uh, for family. And so I thought, you know what? Let's get into the studio. Let's knock this thing out. Let's see how we can get on a successful path right at midday. So that's what we're doing. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're making happen right now. Here's what's crazy, people. Here's what's crazy. I'm realizing in my most recent conversations that I have spent an, a massive amount of time wasted, completely wasted. Like, not like I sort of kind of wasted my time, like you are not wanted here, wasted your time. Trying to convince people who don't want to change that they should. So last night, uh, we launched a new site. I, and I, look, I'm tired. I, we haven't been, our entire team has not been to bed before like 1 a.m. And we're up grinding at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. If you're in our Facebook group, you'll see I actually put something out. What time do you actually get started? Some people like Brock, who's one of our moderators. God damn it, Brock. He's, he's, he's in the group at like 5.01 challenging people to be awesome. I'm like, dude, my eyes haven't even opened yet. And you're already trying to be a badass. Like there's gotta be rules about that. Like we may have to kick Brock out of the group just for overachievement, I think. But, um, <laughs> uh, I got, uh, on the site, it, you know, on the very bottom of the website, there's a little thing where you can put your email address to get our daily newsletter and a weekly newsletter. By the way, if you're not doing that, go do it. It's, it's awesome and it's free and hopefully it's encouraging your soul. And, um, so that's that. It's working. It's great. Uh, I'm glad you love it. Someone yesterday filled out a form. Oh, there's another form on their book Dan or contact where if you want to book me to speak, which is what we're our our our, our business kind of focus moving forward, you go there and and you basically say I want Dan to speak and 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 give me some five or six fields of information and away you go. And so someone uh, filled that form out yesterday, and um with their phone number. And then they put a trollish comment, not trollish. They just basically were saying I was an idiot. Is that a troll? Does that count as a troll? I mean, I don't know. I'm an old man at, at 38. I realize I'm generational shift. We call people idiots and morons. Um, and now it's like, you're trolling. I'm not see it. Yeah. I just, I'm confused about some of this lingo, genuinely confused. Like, okay, but let me not get sidetracked on that. Uh, this guy put his, if, so I did what any normal enthusiastic person would do. And, um, I called him. <laughs> I bet you weren't expecting that, were you? Yeah. So I, I called this guy. I, I messaged my team and they called bullshit on me. I said, I did look at my phone records. I actually did. And, uh, the person's name was there and they made this comment. And I said, Hey, this is Dan Waldschmidt. I'm calling for so-and-so. Uh, and, uh, just wanted, uh, you, you left a great comment, wanted to see if you wanted to talk about it. 
And uh, the other person on the other end of the line was like, uh, ew, well, uh, uh, no, 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 uh, no, I, I just can't do this and hung up the phone. So several thoughts went through my head. Uh, number one, why put your real phone number there um, if you don't want to be contacted? Is that is that safe to say? Like, so you know, I love you guys, but if you if you call me, I'm going to pick up the phone, right? If you if you if you send me a message, I'm going to get back to you. I'm obsessed about being the best version of myself that's possible. I just I, I'm obsessed about it. I'm sorry. There's just no no two ways about it. And so I thought it was kind of funny uh, that uh, if you troll me, you may get a phone call from me, like your teacher or your parent talking to your Sunday school teacher saying Johnny was naughty. Uh, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get a call from Dan Waldschmidt. And not to yell, but to have a conversation. Let me connect this with um, another thing that went down yesterday. Part of why I, why I was in a phone calling sort of mood was that I was uh, I was at a speaking event not too long ago, and it was a room full of people and uh, just had a great experience. Like these are the best people in the world. Uh, educators, amazing, and they they love what they do. Um, you know, let's be candid; they're they're not paid enough for the impact they have on the world. When you think about how all of us have teachers, educators, uh, people in our lives who, from a very early age, have made us, formed us, shaped us, nurtured us into where we are now. I mean, can you can you put a price tag on that? The answer is yes. <clears throat> Unfortunately, the price tag is. Um, uh, discounted significantly and it, when it actually shouldn't be. It's a premium service sold at goodwill sort of prices. So I had an amazing event. And, and in any event, especially when you're me, when you're, when you're speaking from a stage, um, even though there's you know hundreds of people in the audience and there's one of me, uh, you've, you've got for, for the 90 minutes or 45 minutes that I'm on stage, depending upon how much time I'm granted, I see the entire the entire game, the entire ball field is in front of me, almost like a, a batter in baseball, right? You've got everything widens up from third base to first base and all the way to the um, foul ball poles right there in the corner of the stadium, right? You see it all. It's kind of like your vision just funnel, you know, funnel opens up. So you can see people who are on their phones. You can see people, uh, you know, rolling their eyes. Even even far back, you know, you can see you can see this. You can see people who aren't interested. You can see by people's body language, people who are excited, engaged, leaning forward. You can even sometimes tell if someone's tweeting or if they're going like, "Oh my God, will this guy shut up?" Sort of thing. Now, because I have this personality where I want to be the best and I don't want to fail, I. I spend a lot of time ahead of each event talking to the event organizers, planning out what we're going to say. Yes, I'm, I have a popular keynote that I deliver a lot. It's called the If Factor. It's kind of the culmination of seven or eight years worth of work and speaking and, and working with now thousands, thousands of, uh, of people all over the world. I don't even know, hundreds of thousands. I don't know the number, but a lots, lots. Many, 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 many audiences. And so you, you, get, you get good at entertaining people. And I get, I understand that's what you're paying me for is to entertain you. But at the same time, I want to inspire you to greatness. I know that in an audience, there are people who are in a lot of pain. Uh, I know people listening to this podcast. Some of you are in a lot of pain. 
So while my job is to entertain you and to give you 15 minutes of fun each day, I also want to get, get up in your ass a little bit and provoke you to the next level of badassery that you are meant to do. God puts you on this earth to be fucking awesome, not to go through the motions and hate your job and hate your family and surround yourself with negative people. God puts you on this earth to go do something incredible. And I want to challenge you to do that every day. So when I take the stage for an event, my mission is clear. Uh, my destiny is clear. My, my approach and outlook is clear. And I've practiced and prepared. By the way, some of you who tell me, oh, I want to do public speaking, prepare. What are you doing to prepare? What are you doing to practice? What are you doing to walk around your great room at your house, your, your, your living room, your family room with a TV off practicing your material? where your family can tell you the keynote just as well as you can because they've listened to you, right? So go prepare. Don't just get on stage. Oh, I want to talk. I want to, I want to, I want to wing it. Yeah, you, you, that makes me angry. I want, to, I want to say really bad words to you, but, but I'm trying to keep this somewhat clean. So I, st I step on stage for this event, and uh, it, it goes down well. I mean, in a crowd of any size, there's going to be like 10% on the top who love you and are ravenous and they're like, yes. And there's 10% at the bottom who are like, uh, we don't give a shit. You're an idiot. I'm, you know, no matter what I could say, I could be handing out million dollar bills and they would, they would, they'd be unhappy. And in the middle, there's that 80% who are thinking there might be something here. They're not really sure, but they want me to convince them that what I'm saying is actually real, that it's not bullshit. So those are the people that I really want to come and and love on, and provide them hope and help. And and as those of you who've been to a keynote, I, look, I'm, I I don't have ninety minutes to give you a keynote, especially when I'm already ten minutes into an episode. But I'll tell you this: it's full of stories, it's high impact, and it's five or six lessons you can take away. So I'm speaking, and in ninety minutes, I I you know I'm delivering my material. And I'm talking through it, and the crowd's with me. And one time, and I was trying to keep it very PG, but at one point I said, look, you, 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 you probably think your job is to teach. You probably think your job is to educate. But really your job is to go out there and to be fucking awesome every day. And when I said that, I was like, oh, no. Inside my head, I was like, oh, no, you just dropped the F-bomb. Oh, the event organizer's going to hate you. Like, this is not how you get asked back. You know, oh, my gosh, this is bad. This is bad. I'm thinking this. Outwardly, I'm, I'm on with the show. As soon as I said it's your job to go out there and be fucking awesome, the crowd explodes. Literally. The people who are hating me, uh, I've just given them ammunition to hate me even more. The people who are loving me at the very top are like, yes. They, um, uh, dozens of people got out of their seats. Some people fist pumped. You know, people are cheering. I'm like, all right. I, and then in the middle are a bunch of people who just open their eyes really big and open their mouth. Like, oh my gosh, I, I, I've, 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 I've really gotten their attention. I finished the program. And then of course I, I go walk around and I was handing out bracelets. I've got these bracelets that on one hand say, be awesome anyway. And on the other side, they say, fuck excuses. I get it. This is not PG. Um, I don't hand them out at church. <laughs> Just at an event or two. Um, and I would say to people, hey, can I interest you in some mildly offensive yet extremely inspiring arm gear? And I'd say something cheesy like this. And most most people said, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And they put it on and ch chuckled. There were a few people who handed it back and said, no way. That's so offensive. And to those people, I'm like, I'm sorry. 
Um, so fast forward, you're like, don't tell me all the ins and outs. I get it. I get it. Yesterday, I get an email from someone who's, um, who has heard me speak a couple of times and basically they, uh, a very important person, an awesome person. They sent me an email and, uh, they were like, look, I, I just wanted to bring this up. I think you should know some of my, some of my people were really offended. And, and basically, basically what she said was, you know, uh, it was a waste of their time to come, to come hear you speak. Now counterbalance this with. Let's say you get 300 positive emails and probably you get one email like this. Let's play a little game of guess the right answer. Which email do you think has the most impact on your outlook for the day? Going, going, gone. That's right. That one email has the most impact on your day. So what do you think I did? And maybe I've left a clue by my earlier story. Testing, testing. Are you still with me? You got it right. You got it exactly right. I picked up the phone and dialed the person who sent me the email. And I spent an engaged 22 minutes talking to that person. And I said, I am obsessed with greatness. I make no apology for it. What could I have done better? Now, here's what I uncovered. Is that all when someone sends you an email and says no one liked it, what it, you know what it really was? One really loud person didn't like it. And when they say, oh, it was a waste of time, it was that one person says it was a waste of time. When they say they're, you know, when they say these comments that are hurtful and negative and, you know, they get under my skin. Um, I, when I start talking, I realize one, I, I, I got three great ideas in this conversation, three ideas for taking my game to the next level. It didn't have to do with not saying the F-bomb. None of it had to do with that. It, that was fine. That is what it is. But it enabled me to take my life and my game to the next level. Here's what I've learned about negativity. Here's uh, is that it's going to be around you. It's how you choose to address it that determines if you're handicapped by it or whether it enables you to take your game to the next level. So what did I learn from this first conversation that I had earlier that day? Here's what I, here's what I learned. I learned that uh, choosing to be better is an option, that greatness is an option, that even if you're doing something really, really well, there's always a way that you could do it even better. Ultimately, what we both chuckled because we were talking, and this person is a fan of mine as well, a friend of the edgy community, and so they weren't trying to be hurtful. I think they were just looking for a chance to kind of kibitz, you know, us to talk together about this. But when, but we, we, what the thing that I said was, why would you come to an event as a person? Why would you come to an event if you don't want to change, right? It's like, why do you take your car? to uh, Jiffy Lube to get the oil changed if you don't want the oil changed. Doesn't that, doesn't that sound crazy? You drive up to the, drive your car, vehicle up to the auto service center and, you know, uh, above the, 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 the roll-up doors, it says oil change. You drive your car right up there and, and that guy comes out and says, okay, give me about 30 minutes, we're going to change the oil. And you go, no, I, I am upset that you are trying to change my oil. Why would you change my oil? That is ridiculous. I am so upset. You are wasting my time. What a worthless person you are. Now that mechanic probably is going to tell you a lot of negative things and may gesture with his hands and do all kinds of things. But it's absurd. You're sitting in the aisle. You're sitting next to the door that says, get your oil changed. You're in front of the oil change. You've, you've placed yourself there, but you don't want the oil change. And while... Of course, I'm always uh, 
find it ironic when people come to an event that's about change, that's about change, positive change, encouraging change, and don't want to change. I am also convicted myself because often I will, I will hire consultants, I will buy courses, I will read books, and then days later realize that it has done no impact for me beyond, beyond, beyond the basics of having finished a course or finished a book. It will have done nothing to change my life. And I suspect if you're like me, even the tiniest, teensiest bit, you do the same thing. You say you want to change. You go to the places where change is happening. Oh, man, you've got your car parked right in front of the oil change here sign. But then when the mechanic comes out and says, here's what you've got to do to change, like here's what I do to change your oil, you're the person who says, uh, well, uh, what, what are you talking about? And I think for me, after a couple conversations yesterday, what I was encouraged by and inspired by is the fact that change is possible and it's all around us. There are thousands of options for you to change and upgrade your life, but none of it happens if you're not willing to get started. Now, I'm going long, so I got I to gotta get out of here. It's 17 minutes and 20 some odd seconds, and I know my editors are going to be up in my business if I start going too long, so I'm going to shut down. I guess maybe when I'm talking to you at the middle of the day, I've got lots of energy. At the nighttime, I'm kind of beaten down and tired and ready to go to bed at midnight or something like that. But I just wanted to encourage you to say, listen, if you want to change, then change. But don't come to a place where there's change. Don't be a part of an environment where change is happening to everyone around you. And you're like, but I, 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 I don't want those ideas. If you show up to change, change, change. Take small steps to move from where you are to where you want to be. You don't have to do it all today but you do have to be open to the possibility that it's exactly what you should try. Hey guys, it's Dan Waldschmidt. You've been listening to the Edgy Conversations podcast. I hope your workout or whatever you're doing while you've been listening to this has been absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. So listen, go go about your day. I hope you crush it. I hope you make today uh, uh, the best day you've had all week. Meanwhile, I'm going to be back here at HQ finishing up my day. And, um, man, I'm jacked up just talking to you, man. I, I feel like I want to go fight a grizzly bear. Uh, probably shouldn't do that, though. Uh, meanwhile, come back next time for our next episode. Stay edgy. Be awesome. Go out there and crush it.